time. It's time. So get your popcorn ready. It will be political. Political. It will be biblical. Biblical. We must stay vigilant. We must remain watchful. So sit back and put your feet up because you're about to learn to discern the truth. Welcome to the Watchmen. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Watchmen Podcast. My name is Casey. Woo! And this is episode five, finally. I need to start saying I'm going to pump these babies out once a month, and maybe I'll get back to once a week, which is what my goal was. But it's great to be back with you guys. Uh, Lots going on in the news. I feel like a lot's going on in the spirit realm, and I am ready with this episode. You know, I battled with a couple of topics for a couple of weeks now and crazy enough i ended up today something slapped me in the face and i'm not even going to talk about either of the two of those topics (laughs) so the topic i want to share with you guys today is called gyra because the bible says that god is jehovah gyra and he is the god that will provide but in the term that i'm going to use it today it's that he's more than enough and i ran into a song yesterday that man it really rocked my world. And, you know, sometimes when the Holy Spirit speaks to you and the thing that I love about this podcast and that I love about the Holy Spirit is sometimes, you know, I don't like to just jump on here and talk a bunch of junk. I like to actually give you something that I feel like is from the heart of God or the mind of God. And I, I, so I, I really do my best to listen and to, to, to get something that's good, not just jabber. Because, you know, I love to talk and anybody that knows me knows that I love to talk. And to be honest, I love to hear myself talk. But uh, so I, I, I don't want to just get on here and do that. I, I want to actually give you some information and some good stuff that is actually good for you and good for you spiritually that you can use and apply to your own life because I, that is the most fulfilling thing in my opinion and that you could ever do to somebody is give somebody something that can actually help them. And so I want to start today with some political news because there's a lot going on in politics currently. We have a lot of things going on with COVID. We have a lot of things where all of a sudden all these countries are apologizing. We got, I mean, I'm on the Gateway Pundit now, and this is just one of, this is the Danish newspaper. They admit that we failed. Failure, uh, the the Danish newspaper admits failure and apologizes for not questioning the government's COVID-19 narrative. All of the sudden, the narrative is crumbling. Now you got to ask yourself because I'm always um, I'm 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 an optimist, but you got to ask yourself: Is this because they're trying to loosen everything, get everybody to take off their mask, take off, you know, to let yourself loose, so all of a sudden they could throw another virus at us, or is it really that the narrative is crumbling? I mean, we're got to be getting close to that because we know that the whole thing was a lie from the beginning. We know they stole the election. We know that everything they do is a lie, and we know that the Bible says. But there's nothing secret that's not going to be made manifest. Neither is there anything hid that's not going to be made known nor come abroad. So we know that the truth will prevail. It's coming out. I feel like a lot of Christians currently are back to the place that we were before even DJT got into office and that we're just to the place where I don't want to hear anything about politics. I don't want to know. it. This is where we were, guys, before uh, Donald Trump got in office. Nobody was paying attention to anything. We just didn't want to hear anything, see anything. And what were they doing? Slowly but surely putting in communist judges, communist politicians that pretended to be conservatives. Like I said last episode, you know, they actually have a school where you can go as a Democrat to run as a Republican and they'll teach you all the topics 
and they call them rhinos, which is Republican in name only, but they do this. This is real. This is not a joke. Then people say, oh, you think they sit there and think about stuff they can do every day to uh, get at the American voters? Yes, that's what they do. That's their job for a living. So we can't allow it. We have to pay attention. We have to stay watchful. We have to remain watchful. We are the watchmen. We have to be that person. We have to be the people that tell our friends and the ones that don't pay attention. This is what's going on. Shine the light on it. It's what Donald Trump did when he got into office. No, there was so many, there's so many people that right now that are paying attention to politics all of a sudden that didn't pay attention their first, you know, two thirds of their life. And all of a sudden they're paying attention and now they're podcasters and now they're truthers and it, and don't get me wrong, but some of the stuff they put out is so lousy. And it's like, where have you been all this time? And it's just boring. And you know, we have a lot, I, I, I myself have a lot of friends that I went to school with and they're putting out a bunch of stuff right now. And I feel so bad for them because in a way it's like, don't you see that people realize that you're phony? And, and I don't want to be rude and mean, but it's at the same time, like someone has to be the person to tell them like, this is not, this is not God. This is you trying to become something, taking advantage of an, of an issue and trying to be, we got to pray for each other, folks. I'm going to shut my mouth about that now because I wanted to get into more important things, but, uh, back to what's going on politically, you know, we've got, like I said, we've got the, the COVID-19 narrative is falling. People are realizing they took the vaccine for no reason. It was a waste, worthless waste of time. Look, I live in Florida for two years, you know, since 2020. So we say 2020, 2021, and now we're into 2022, which is unbelievable that those years just blitz by. But we're finally to the place now to where the snowbirds are back. And what a nightmare. Our streets are filled and the northerners are back down here. I wish they would stay in their states, but I can't blame them in some ways because they're desperate to get out of there to get to some freedom, but they've had the vax and they believe that all of a sudden they're safe and they're free from anything related to COVID-19. And if you just watch the science, pay attention to the science. It's a lie. It's not true. You're actually more susceptible now than ever if you've done those things, but it is what it is. It's what's happening. And so, uh, you know, we have the thing going on in Ukraine, which I think is a complete and total distraction. What brings me to one of my main points is everything in our lives, everything that doesn't go with what it is that your gift is or what it is that God's called you to do is a complete and total distraction. This is a distraction for the United States of America. Okay, we're talking politically here. This is a distraction. What's going on in Ukraine is a distraction. I mean, there's an article on here that says Ukraine becomes the second military Joe Biden arms with U.S. weapons behind the 80 million, billion, excuse me, billion he supplied to the Taliban in Afghanistan. It's a distraction, folks. It's a distraction to what's going on politically. It's a distraction to the audits. It's a distraction to the, now I know there's a lot of you out there say, oh, at this point, there's no way DJT comes back before 2024. Watch and wait. Watch and wait. That's all I'm going to say is watch and wait. Stop being negative and stop doubting because the media says it's not true. But if you go down here a little bit more, you can see where a comedian named Heather McDonald collapses on stage seconds after delivering a joke about being triple vaxxed. It's pretty unbelievable that that's even going on. It's crazy. People are crazy. And, uh, you know, you have another article below that that says uh, Stacey Abrams panics and deletes maskless photo of her surrounded by 
masked children during a visit to a Georgia elementary school, which is crazy as anything, because the last thing I would want is my kid around a scumbag like her, knowing that she's a part of the system, a.k.a. the Illuminati, a.k.a. the dirt bags of the, the whole world. And she's one of them. She, he, whatever that is, and is not a good human being. And the last thing I would want is her around kids. So it's, it's just really, it's unbelievable. And then you got China and Russia issuing a statement, urging Biden to abandon the cold war mythology. Like I said, folks, it's, it's, it's all, it's all distraction. It's all distraction. And now all of a sudden we have Bill Maher out there saying, he's just asking how much wrong do you get to be while still holding the default setting for the people who represent the science? I agree with what he's saying, but how could somebody that's a part of the red shoe club all of a sudden come out and start talking to us about bad things happening in the world? I mean, look up the red shoe club, research it for yourself. He's one of them. And I'll leave it at that. Please do the research and look him up. Now I've talked about this multiple times and on multiple occasions, and it is black lives matter. So you got all these Christians that support that support black, the black lives matter movement. You are supporting. Okay. You're supporting a movement that is founded on the, out of the pit of hell. Okay. The people that founded it are evil, disgusting people. They're not Christians. In fact, they're the opposite. They're communists, they're Satanists, and they care nothing about black people. Right here it says, Memphis Black Lives Matter founder sentenced to six years in prison. Oh, in a voter fraud case. Wake up, people and Christians that keep following and pushing these people. If we have to get to where we're talking about supporting race, I don't care what race it is, we're in trouble. We are in deep, deep, trouble in the body of Christ. We should be colorblind, period. And I don't know what church you're going to, but if that's happening in your church, leave the church. It's not, you're, you're wasting your time. It's not good. And this is crazy. So now we have, which brings me to another point. We got the truckers going across Canada. I know anybody that's been paying attention to anything in the news, you got the truckers that are, that are boycotting the mandates in Canada, mask mandates, vaccine mandates in Canada, and they're sick and tired of it. Well, let me give you two things. One, great, because it's going to take we the people to stand up against this government to stop this. Two, I've said this for months and months and months and months, long before Biden even got into office, make sure that you have food. And it, my Patriot Supply is the greatest they're, they're wonderful, in my opinion, and we have it here at my house. Get food. There's nothing wrong with having it. It lasts for 25 years. I don't even have, I'm not even a, uh, I can't even do a commercial for those people. I would love to do the commercial for them, but I, I, I don't, which does remind me as well that you can also go into my podcast and subscribe and um, give any amount you would like, one-time gift, or you could do it monthly. It's on there right below on the Anchor. Uh, it's also on Spotify, either either or, and you could support me. It would be greatly appreciated. And also, you can go to my um, to my Venmo, and it's Casey-Cusick-5, and you could also support me for any amount you would like. That would be wonderful as well. But it uh, looks like GoFundMe all of a sudden decided that they don't like and they don't back 
people that have given millions of dollars to these truckers to support them and they just swipe the money away. And uh, this article says Fox News host compares tactics of debt of tech giants like GoFundMe and Facebook to communist China after fascist Facebook blocks truck truck trucker convoy pages. It's insane. This is crazy that this is even going on. But it is, and it had to happen this way because the people have to wake up. Look at what they're doing. They got, they literally have uh, hundreds of cowboys on horseback joining the convoy protesters uh, at Couts Crossing in, in Alberta, Canada. And there's hundreds of people on horseback pushing back against the government. This needed to happen. Finally is the thing that we should all say is finally. And it may be rough at the moment. And believe me, I'm going to get back to this, you know, at the end, I'm going to tie it in together. But think about it. The title of this episode is Jaira or Jehovah Jaira. And uh, we got to realize what's going on. And we have to spiritually discern the times that we're in. Also, you know, the Canadian government proudly admits to requesting GoFundMe to withhold trucker convoy donations and begs other crowdfunding sites to follow suit. This is insane. This is insane. And I told you a minute ago about a Black Lives Matter, uh, the founder of the Black Lives Matter movement in Memphis was arrested on, on voter fraud, but it's just a small thing that they're into every disgusting thing you could imagine, stealing money from people, because it's really the Democratic Party that gets all the money that they have anyways. But here's another one. D.C. school makes masked kindergarten Kindergarten, think about it. I have some kids that aren't even, I have a child that's not even in kindergarten yet, and I have another one even below that, but makes their students march with Black Lives Matter signs while chanting Black Lives Matter. This is insane. If you have to, I mean, this is just, this doesn't even make sense. And this is the kind of stuff that we're up against. And if we don't fight back nonviolently, I've, uh, unfortunately, you have to even say that, but nonviolently, we're never going to beat these people. So aside from all that, because that's all negativity in the first place, but it is what's it is the reality of what's going on. But I want to read you a couple of telegram posts from what the president, the real president, has said, and I, I, I so appreciate him because he says this stuff. And I want to read you, I think there's a couple of them on here, but one of the main ones I want to read on here is where it says, just saw Mike Pence's statement on the fact that he had no right to do anything with respect to the election or the electoral vote count other than being an automatic conveyor belt for the old crow, Mitch McConnell, China Mitch, to get Biden elected president as quickly as possible, while the vice president's position is not an automatic conveyor if obvious signs of voter fraud or irregularities exist. That's why the Democrats and rhinos are working together to change the law that Mike Pence and his unwitting advisors used on January 6th to say he had no choice. The reason they want it changed is because they now say that they don't want the vice president to have the right to ensure an honest vote. In other words, I was right. And everyone knows it. Yes, sir. You were right. I will confer that you were a hundred percent right. If there is fraud on large scale or large scale irregularities, it would have been appropriate to send those votes back to the legislatures to figure it out. The Dems and rhinos want to take that right away. A great opportunity lost, but never, but not forever. In the meantime, our country is going to hell. He's exactly right. He is exactly right. 
one good thing that they did, but I don't, I can't even stand to say the woman's name because she's such a liar and a Democrat and many other things, even though she calls herself a Republican, but as he said, congratulations, Republican national committee and its chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel. But remember her last name before she was married was Ronna Romney, which you figure out who her uncle is on their great ruling and censoring Liz Cheney and crying Adam Kinzinger, which he is a crybaby, which he faked on the January 6th. It's just, it really is so disgusting. But anyways, two horrible rhinos who put themselves ahead of the country. They have almost no approval ratings and the Republican party will be far better without them. Amen to that. Thank God Adam Kinzinger is stepping down after his crying episode. Oh, so there's good things that are going on. I do believe, I do believe that we are, there are things that are being pointed out. I mean, DJT also brought up this great point. If Nancy Pelosi does her job on security, there is no January 6th. So the corrupt unselect committee should not, should stop, which I like where he said unselect committee because they weren't selected by anybody that was on the right side should stop its work immediately. The committee is nothing but a cover-up for Pelosi's failure to act and Biden's failed administration. The more time the fake news spends talking about this, the less time they have to talk about inflation, the horrendously implemented Afghanistan withdrawal, rising gas prices, loss of energy, independence, woke military leaders, etc. That's what the radical left Dems want. And he's exactly right. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This These past couple days, I was really thinking about something in my own, specifically in my own life, and I really do feel like this is an in-season message. And it was about something that I just don't have enough. It's not enough. This is not enough. And I kept hearing myself say that inside, you know, talking to myself over and over and over. This is not enough. This is not enough. This is not enough. And I listened to listened to Spotify the other day and, you know, I had it on elevation worship, but you know, I don't really want to get too much into it, but I, it is, there is a lot of things that most of you might burst your bubble that we listen to these people and we listen to these ministers and we think that they're actually Christians, but a lot of them are Freemasons. And if you don't know much about Freemasonry, I recommend that you look it up, look into it. Don't argue with me about it if you don't know what you're talking about. And uh, I highly recommend you look into it because a lot of these churches with their big worship teams are into Freemason rituals right on the stage in front of your face and you're crying your eyes out worshiping Jesus and you're not realizing this is a Freemason ritual. But anyways, not to sound like a smart aleck, uh, they do have a song that's really good and it's called Gyra. And, you know, I, 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 you know, you listen to the, if you click play on their most popular songs, and this is a fairly new song, I guess it was an album that just came out this past year. And uh, I listened to it and man, did it stick into me because I'm sitting there complaining about something in my life, not being enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. And the lyrics of this song are just so phenomenal. And I really highly recommend you look it up for yourself. It's called Jaira. And it's a song by Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music. And uh, I want to read you a little bit of the lyrics because it really did minister to me. And I really want to just finish this off with 
sharing this, you know, this, this moment that I even had in my own life. And I, I really think this is a lot of people, because like I just said, that what's going on in the world and everything seems to be shorting. There's not enough of it. Everything's a shortage. And the beginning of the song says, I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Wasn't holding you up. So there's nothing I can do to let you down. Man, that's powerful just in itself. It doesn't take a trophy to make you proud because of course it doesn't. I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Going through a storm, but I won't go down. I hear your voice carried in the rhythm of the wind to call me out. You would come across an ocean so I wouldn't drown. You've never been closer than you are right now. You are Jaira. You are enough. I'm sitting there saying to myself, the situation is not enough. And here's this song. He's saying, you are Jaira. You are enough. Jaira, you are enough. And I will be content in every circumstance because you're Jaira and you are enough. And it took me back to where Paul said in Philippians 4.11, and I'm going to read it out of the New, Amer- New Standard Version, New American Standard Version, where it says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therein to be content. Therein to be content. So here he is saying in this song, And I will be content in every circumstance. And when you fill yourself with the Word of God, when you hear a sermon, when you hear a song, the Holy Spirit will begin to speak to you in ways that it's not coming straight from the song or not straight from the sermon. Because a lot of times, and I, I think I mentioned this before, when you know when you're sitting in a sermon, and I'm getting a whole sermon from the Holy Spirit that's got nothing to do with the guy that's standing on stage speaking. It's the Holy Spirit speaking to me through Scripture that I know. And He brings things to your remembrance that you don't really, it's not a plan of yours. It just happens that way. At least that's the way it happens to me. And I hope somebody out there can give me an amen to that because I'm not the only weirdo out there. But it's the way that it does. And I want to go over here to where it's, uh, I looked up the word, which most of you know, but I just hope this encourages you where, where it says Jehovah Jireh means the Lord will provide. It's one of the most popular names for God to understand the name of God more fully. We need to go back to the story where his name, what, where we first hear this name. And do you know where that part of the, the Bible is? It's where Abraham was about to sacrifice Isaac. And this is so powerful to me because you're talking about somebody that's more than enough. God's going to provide. It's more than you don't have enough. God's going to provide you enough. And here's where it says Abraham received a fresh set of instructions from God where he says, take Isaac. Now this is Genesis 22 and 2. Your only son whom you love and sacrifice him on the mountain, I will show you. A.K.A. obey, obey God. The word sacrifice in Hebrew means a whole burnt offering. He's going to provide him. So here it is, Jehovah Jireh. Take your son, sacrifice him up there. Okay. He he obeys. So if you go on and skip down, it basically where it says, after God appears to him and said, Abraham, you know, he realizes he obeyed him. And he caught Abraham called that place. God will provide. God will provide. The word provide in Hebrew also means to see it, which is similar to the name a woman named Hagar, we know her, calls the Lord in Genesis 16, 13, the God who sees. That Hebrew word also means to perceive and experience. I don't know about you, but that is so powerful. And I want to go back here to the song to where it says forever enough. 
He says, you are Jaira, you are enough, you are Jaira. Okay, so he says, forever enough, always enough, more than enough. Forever enough, always enough, more than enough. And I just begin to say that in my own spirit, man, or in my own voice. Forever enough, God. I was saying about the situation, it's not enough, not enough. Not enough. Now, here we go. Forever enough, always enough, more than enough. And then we skip down to the next verse where it says, I don't want to forget how I feel right now on the mountaintop. Ooh, mountaintop with, the, with Isaac. I can see so clear what it's all about. So stay by my side when the sun goes down. Don't want to forget how I feel right now. Jaira, you are enough. Jaira, you are, you are enough. I will be content in every circumstance. Jaira, you are enough. He's forever enough. He's always enough. He's more than enough. And then he goes, that goes into saying where it says, I'm already loved. I'm already chosen. I know who I am. How do you know who you are? You got to get in the word of God and read who you are in Christ every day, not just once a week, every day, every day, every day. I know what you've spoken. I know I'm already loved more than I can imagine. And that is enough more than I could imagine. That is enough. I'm already loved. It repeats it again. I'm already chosen. I know who I am. I know I'm going through this whole song, but I feel like this is such a powerful song in this moment. This is an in-season song, in my opinion. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Jesus is the provider. Jesus is, that said, when Abraham looked and saw the ram, caught up in in the thorn bush, That was a type and shadow of Jesus because he was that sacrifice. He was the scapegoat. He is that provider. God did provide the ram. God did provide Jesus. So what does that mean? He's more than enough. He's more than enough. God is more than enough. He'll provide you with more than enough. When we're struggling right now to go to the grocery store because groceries have skyrocketed, when we're struggling right now to go to the gas station because gas has skyrocketed, when we're struggling right now to even find food because a lot of the food that we want to eat and we want to get from the grocery store is gone because there is no more because of a, sco- a shortage when building materials, when there's, there, there isn't enough of that, the Bible says that he is enough. God is enough. And then the, the song goes on to say, I know what you've spoken. I'm already loved. I'm more than you can ima- more than I could imagine. That is enough. It's enough for me. I'm already loved. I'm already chosen. It skipped down here and it kind of repeats itself quite a bit there. And then it goes down to say, because you are enough. You are my portion. You're my portion. More than enough for me. Say you are enough. So I am enough. You are enough. So I am enough. Because he's enough. That makes us enough. Because why? We're seated in heavenly places with him. In essence, we're seated on Jesus's lap next to the throne of God Almighty. You're seated in his lap which means you are Jesus. Spiritually speaking, you are Jesus. So you're more than enough. And I got me encouraged. And I really hope right now that I'm encouraging somebody else because this is the God's honest truth. Everything seems to be crashing and falling down. But you know what? The night gets darkest just before the dawn. And I don't mean a pun intended, D-O-N, dawn. I mean D-A-W-N, dawn. But God is our provider. He's more than enough. We need to latch on to him. We need to latch on to the Holy Spirit because he's more than enough. And we skip down here towards the end of the song and it says, Jaira, you are enough. Jaira, you are enough. I will be content in every second. If he dresses me, if he dresses the lilies with beauty and splendor, how much more will he clothe you? 
how much more will he clothe you? If he watched over every sparrow, how much more does he love you? And what is that? That's, that's Matthew 6 and verse 25, where it says, Therefore I say unto you, be not anxious for your life, because when you start saying, I don't have enough, what does that bring? Anxiety. And the Bible also says, be anxious for nothing, but everything give thanks. Be anxious for nothing for your life. What shall he, what shall you eat? What shall you drink? We just talked about groceries, uh, you know, and food. What shall you eat? What shall you drink? Nor yet for your body. What shall you put on? Clothes. There's another one to add to the list. There's a shortage of clothing too. But what does it say after that? Behold the birds of the heaven. They don't even sow. Neither do they reap nor gather into barns, and your heavenly Father feeds them. And we go back to the song. What does it say? Well, actually in the verse, are you not much more value than they? And which of you by anxiety can add anything to the measure of his life? You can't. Anxiety brings nothing. It brings doubt and unbelief. The Bible says in John 10, 10, the, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I am come that you might have life. That's our job as Christians and believers to give what? Life. That is our job. Jesus came to give us life, and yes, it's eternal life, but we also are called to give life. And so when we sit there and worry and doubt and fear, it brings all, every negative thing. And you know what's something? Aside from that for a second, why do we always go back to the thing that's our vice, our grip, the thing that takes us away from God Almighty when we get worried and when we get down? We don't ever go, I can't say don't ever, but we all, all, all of us can relate to that where you, you go back to the thing that gets your mind off of any kind of doubt or hurt or pain. You want the pain to go, we need to run to God. Don't run away from God. You got to run to God because he's the author and the finisher of our faith. And so back to the end of the song here. And I was at, uh, it says, if he dresses you with, if he dresses the lilies with beauty and splendor, how much more does he clothe you? How much more will he clothe you? If he watched over every sparrow, he watches over every sparrow. How much more does he love you? How much more does he love you? You know, and it repeats itself multiple times there. And it says, it, it's more than you ask, think, or imagine. According to his power in us, it's more than enough. It's more than you ask, think, or imagine. According to his power working in us, it's more than enough. It's more than enough. God is more than enough. So I want to end with this. God is more than enough for all of us. God is more than enough for this country. I've said it a hundred times, and I'll say it again. What our country needs is the body of Christ to go back to the Holy Spirit, pushing the Holy Spirit in our church. Stop being afraid of what the world thinks. They don't like us anyways. They're never going to accept us. They're never going to appreciate anything about the body of Christ until we get bold. The Bible says the wicked flee when no man pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. We've got to get bold. We've got to push back and we've got to proclaim the name of Jesus and proclaim the Holy Spirit because this is where the gifts come from. This is where the power comes from. Amen. This is where the, the goodness of God, as the Bible says, that brings a man to repentance. It's the goodness of God. So we have to get to that place and stop allowing the world to push us here and there. It doesn't matter how bad things may seem, how bad things may look. It doesn't matter how it seems that we, have, we don't have enough. It doesn't matter if you go to the grocery store and the shelves are empty. It doesn't matter if you go to the gas station and there is no more gas. It doesn't matter if you go, if you need anything to, for building materials or whatever you may need. God is Jehovah 
Jireh, he's your provider. And because of that, he is more than enough. God bless you guys. Have a great day.